0: This is Nicole Whitney, News for the Soul, life-changing talk radio from the uplifting to the unexplained. It's a great honor to have you on the show tonight. Welcome, Deepak to Chopra. Thank you. Yes, this is Ori. Hi, Uri. It's Nicole Whitney calling News for the Soul. Welcome to News for the Soul, Robert Allen.
1: Thank you, Nicole. It's great to be here with you tonight.
0: Why are you here? We're talking to Carolyn Mace about Sacred Contracts, one of her many best-selling books. Welcome to the show, Greg Braden.
2: Well, good
1: evening, Nicole. It's uh, certainly a pleasure to hear your voice and a pleasure to be here tonight.
0: Welcome to the show, Stuart Wilde.
2: Thank you very much.
0: News for the Soul phone lines are now open. Call in now for a free intuitive reading on the air.
3: Dial 646-595-4274. That's 646-595-4274.
4: Next on News for the Soul, it's time for... Proud Animal Communications with Rose Proud, heard here on the 4th Thursday of the month. Rose is a certified hypnotherapist who has studied energy healing, meditation, natural medicine, numerous spiritual growth practices before becoming a certified animal communicator where her true passion lies. She's able to communicate with any type of pet, helping them with challenging life issues and negotiates effective solutions to increase the quality of their lives. Please welcome Rose Proud back to News for the Soul.
0: All right. Uh, Eureka 303, stand by. We're going to come to you first, and let's see if we've got Rose on the board. Rose, are you there? I'm here. Yay. Yay. How are you? Hello.
3: <laughs> I'm great. How are you?
0: I'm sitting here with Pop Pop, who's always wanting to Hi, be right Poppy. by the radio when you're on. <laughs> That's great. Baby. I love that she comes in.
4: <laughs>
0: yeah, it's funny. It's like, oh, my friend Rose is on.
4: Um, let's Yay. get you to do a,
0: a brief intro, um, and okay. then we'll go to our first caller.
3: Okay. Um, my name is Rose Proud. I am a certified animal communicator, and what that means is I communicate with animals on a telepathic, energetic level. So you can ask questions, and I can get answers, and I can relay information from your. From you to, back to your animal as well. So people often contact me when there's a health challenge or a health issue, a behavioral problem, um, a change in the family, and sometimes just to see how they're feeling and what they'd like more of or less of in their life and to check on the connection. So there's lots of different reasons and animals always have something to say. <laughs>
0: Yes, they do. And it's amazing because, you know, we can feel you connecting in with on these calls. So I, I love doing this. Um, I'll just let you know, it took us about minutes to hook up to the board and, and uh, the calls are coming in, but challenged with dropping. So feel free to take your time. Let's go to 303. Erica, 303, what's your first name? Where are you calling in from? Hi, my name is Marilyn.
1: I'm calling from Colorado. Hi, Marilyn. Okay. Hi Rose, nice to meet you. I feel it's very mm-hmm. fortuitous to have this opportunity to speak with you. I have a 14-year-old dog. Her name is Bilu. and she is she's been having some health challenges lately. Oh, for the past year or so, she's really having trouble walking. She's breathing pretty heavy. She um, can't hold her poop very well and i'm just wondering like you know she feels like our protector like she knows she has a role and so she's doing it but i'm just wondering you know if she's suffering and if maybe she's ready to you know get beyond this body
3: okay and you know um i'd like to, to share with you too that animals are generally very clear if they're ready to make their transition and it's not always, you know, easy for us to hear. But it, it is really helpful when we help them cross over when we know that that's what their desire is and that they're ready. So it can bring us a lot Thanks. of peace. But also, you know, sometimes they're like, nope, not quite yet. So <laughs> it, it's really wonderful that, you know, you're thinking along those lines and giving her the opportunity to, to tell you. Um, Do you have children?
1: Yes, um, they're adults now, but they were younger, okay. of course, at one time okay. when she was younger.
3: Because <laughs> they're very important to her. I can feel that already from her. Mm-hmm. So are they, are they local to you?
1: Yes, two of them live with us, even though they're adults, and they okay. are her companions, yep. Mm-hmm. Okay,
3: okay. Well, you know, I have adults. Children live with me too, so
1: (laughs) (laughs) kind of the the way of the world. Yeah, yeah,
3: and it's tough for them. Okay, so um, Marilyn, what I would like you to do, even though I've already got a a little connection with her, she's she's very um, she's very strong energetically. So, if you would, though, would you please say your name three times? And usually, I have you say everybody in the family. But for the for the show t- today, it's okay if you just say your name. Your first name is fine three times, and then her name three times. Are there any other animals that live with you? A cat. I would like you to say the kitty's name, too. Okay. okay.
1: Marilyn, Marilyn, Marilyn. Bilu, Bilu, Bilu. Minui, Minui, Minui. Minui.
0: Have I worked with you before?
1: Uh, I can't remember.
3: Maybe. Okay. So it's been a while? Just that name Minui sounds familiar. Ah. Um. Okay. I'm just going to connect with her. You know, she definitely feels that this it's it, this is her family, like everybody, mm-hmm. right? And that's why it asked about the children because it, they're her kids, not mm. just, no. you know, she, <laughs> that's how she feels, you know, that, that they, she takes care of them or has taken care of them. And um, so it's, it's really, really important to her, and even though they're young adults now, um, it. She still is very connected that way. Mm-hmm.
0: She. She's
3: very aware of the limitations that her body has. Hmm. Um. She does feel like, though, she just kind of pushes through. She does what she mm-hmm. can do, and she just does it anyway, right? She perseveres. She's persistent and maybe even a little bit stubborn. hmm Does she sometimes, um, like if you try to help her, does she kind of look at you like, I can do it? <laughs> well,
1: it's more like, come on. And she's like, nope, not coming right now. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I know when it's yeah. okay. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know she she's not really quite ready to leave. Um, it is it is difficult for her sometimes. Um, Mm -hmm. it's embarrassing for her as well that she's incontinent. Mm -hmm. Mm That's just that's very hard for her. But there's you know there's so much love that comes from your family for her and she really Mm -hmm. feels that. She wants you to to know that she knows how much she is loved and how much gratitude that she has for you, but also that she feels from your family, for her presence. And everyone that is with her, she feels very well supported, you know, just like if grandma was with him at the house, you know, she's. (laughs) Somebody is checking on her and making sure she's okay. Does she need anything if she's, you know, not in the same room? Somebody, she just feels very acknowledged and um, taken care of. And she's really, really really appreciative of that and very thankful.
1: That's a relief. Thank you.
3: She does have a fair amount of stiff and achy feeling in her in her back, legs, and hips, especially. Mm-hmm. Also in her mm-hmm. shoulders, but more so in her back. Is she a bigger dog?
1: Yeah, she is. I mean, she probably weighs about seventy-five pounds now, and
4: um,
3: yeah, or eighty pounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I guess it's all relative, what's big compared to... When you have a 10-pound dog, that's a huge dog. (laughs) If you have a 130-pound dog, it's like a medium-sized dog. Um, It's important. There's there's a... She's aware that there's kind of a gathering that's coming up. So I don't know if someone's birthday and you're all getting together or if it's the holidays, yeah. you know, Christmas, but where everyone gets together. Yeah. She really no, wants to birthday be there for that. Okay. Okay. It's, it's mm-hmm. like she, it's, she's a part of the family. This is her family and she knows that <laughs> this is coming and she really would like to still be here for that. Like the feeling I get from her is almost like one more. Ah. Um what is that is that are we talking about you know one of the holidays or uh, um, a celebration with my parents? my son has been my son has been
1: running for city council and it's kind of coming up next week that's the most that's the most immediate celebration and then um we've got birthdays halloween on sunday my daughter's birthday and then after that yeah it's thanksgiving where everyone comes over so yeah this is kind of celebration time for us
3: and that's where you have um your whole families' together, that's right. That's what she's talking about so um she she feels she'll be very, very clear to you when she's ready, oh. and she really trusts you Marilyn that you'll that you'll understand okay um you and she she always feels like that she's kind of been. Like you and her run the family together, you know,
4: <laughs> not
3: saying that your your partner doesn't contribute as well, but from what I get from her, you're kind of the heart of the home, and yeah. she's always felt like that she supports you in that like it she does that with you, and yeah. um you'll have a connection where you. She tells me even that there have been times that you actually feel like you know what she's trying to tell you. Is that right? Yeah.
1: Oh, absolutely. So, absolutely. Yeah.
3: Mhm. Yes. So she's she's really confident that when she tells you I'm I'm ready now that you will hear her. Okay. Okay. She All also right. wants you to know that if If she can't get up for an extended period of time, that's also an indicator. Or if she won't,
4: because she,
3: as much as she, you know, moves around less, right, than she used to, she still has some independence, and that's really important to her. Yeah. So, that's also an indication. That's also very helpful. Okay. okay.
1: Yeah. Do you me. have
3: any other questions for her?
1: No, I'm just so happy to hear that she knows how much we love and appreciate her and she feels like we are looking out for her. She's not just, you know, kind of lonely or anything because you know, she likes to sleep a lot, so <laughs> we're not, yeah.
3: you know, we let her sleep. So, yeah. And that's okay so. because even even when she's asleep on uh there is like a level of consciousness that she still kind of hears what's going on and it's very comforting oh. to her, you know, oh. just like, okay. you know, as a mother, like as your children get older and you don't have to be watching them every second, even maybe with your your kids now, but when you hear them in the other room they're talking, how you still like to just hear that, you know, yeah. or hear them laughing. Yeah. It's that same kind of feeling that I get from her. You know, she's still mm-hmm. aware of the noises, the sounds, the, people talking and it's it's just kinda of comforting, even though she says her hearing's not really like what it used to be. She used to have such right. amazing hearing and it's a little it's a little muffled. Um, muffled now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but she really is so um, connected to the family and just like you, I'm assuming just because of what I'm feeling from her, family is is really important. Like you're really happy yeah. when everybody's at the house. And yeah. she's the same way. So Well that's perfect. Maybe that maybe she'll life. be able to go through the end of the year. You know, it's it's hard to say. You never know. You know? Yeah. Yeah. She might go longer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, well, okay. that's really
1: helpful. Thank you, Rose, so much for your insight. That was wonderful.
3: Really appreciate okay, it. Okay, well, thank you so much for calling in. Okay, thank you. Baba. And have a good you. celebration. Mm-hmm. And, let, you, you know, let everybody know to just go over and say hi to her and, mm. you know, say, I'm so glad you're here for this party. She'll oh, yeah. like that. That's
0: awesome. Okay, thanks again. Okay. Bye-bye. All right, mm-hmm. bye-bye. Thanks, everyone. All right, um, let's see. We've got another three zero three three eight six here in the wings. 303, another one, is next. What's your first name? Where are you calling in from? Hello. 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 Okay, I might be What's stuck up? on mute. Did I hear a voice? Just before cutting you off, <laughs> anybody there? You're live again. What telephone number? Uh, well, we don't give out the telephone numbers on the air, but one of you is on the air. Whoever's speaking now, you're now live on the air. <laughs> so, what's your first name? Where are you calling in from? Um, if it's me,
2: it's Margie. I've spoken to Rose before.
0: Hi, Margie. My
2: dog is my dog is Cappy. Right. And um I think maybe he has passed in okay. Erie, Pennsylvania. And um
3: I was wondering if you could tell me any more.
0: Okay, Margie.
3: So do you mind if I just share just a little bit with the listeners um about Cappy? No. Go ahead. Okay. So Margie and I have worked together a few times. Um Cappy Got away when she was on a trip, going from her home to um, another state, and he's been missing since July. Is that right? June. The end um. Of
2: June June
3: twenty eighth. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And so there, she's been looking for him, and she's had this wonderful team of people, you know, helping her as well, and. No, we, she hasn't found him. So, um, just for the listeners too. Generally, if someone calls in about a lost animal, it's not really. This isn't the. I need. I would need to do a private session because it's of the energy that it that it takes, and I really need um, the person and, and that kind of space. However, because I've worked with Margie, and really what she's asking now is for me to check and see if he's still in his body, right? margie yes that's what you want to know yes. okay so i can i can do that um and so i if you would margie just say your first name three times and then Cappy's Mar- name
2: margie 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 cappy
3: cappy cappy I'm just going to be a moment, so it's quiet. No, it's not good on the radio. (laughs) So, Marky, I I want to ask you: Is there? Do you have a feeling? Is that why you you think that he has made his transition?
2: Well, my um, locator and my volunteer are still following leads. Um, I've talked to Melissa and not Mary directly, but their feeling is that um, he has passed, and I'm um, wondering if down the road that we might be able to I might be able to communicate or just hear that he's doing okay. Um, Uh I feel the last message that I had coming through him was that he was um, hurt and that he was promising to make himself shown, and he had gone almost three months of being in hiding and skirting around at different hours, uh, scrounging Uh for food, and I mean, if I have to do another session, I had planned to, but I thought I would listen to you today and try to get some
3: strength from you. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's fine that you called in because we've already, you know, connected with him. So, yes, I, yes. I was just curious because he, you know, when I connect with him, he shows me, um, he shows me where he's standing and and I get from him that he's still in his body, so um, I see him standing. He's kind of there's a, wherever he's at right now. There's a breeze because the the breeze is blowing in his face, so I could feel that he's showing me that. And um, he was like on a it, it was like a hill, but not like a mountain. You know, just a rise but it was kind of grassy. And he doesn't really like the, he didn't really like the wind blowing his face because it's kind of damp. Like it feels like it was drizzly. Mm. So, but he was showing me that because then he went back down this hill and back into a, a wooded area. Um, I do hear some car noise. So, um There is a a road somewhere near where he's at. Okay. Let me just see if he can show me anything else. And also, um, because he's walked along this area, he shows me, like, I believe they're dumpsters, but they're, they're blue. So it's like big blue things, but I see three of them in a row. So not just one, but three of them, that he walked past to, um, there's kind of a, they're like at the edge of either a parking lot or, you know, a a paved sort of area. I don't see the Mm -hmm. building that, I mean, obviously there must be a building if they have, I don't really see that. So it's a little ways away. It's not like, they're not like against the building. They're more at the edge of the property where there's still some pavement but then behind it is it's kind of all muddy and has it been raining there a lot recently do you know i i think it has been and
2: that's what worries okay. me if he is still with us is the bad weather that's been off and on What's
3: coming yes yeah yes um and then it it kind of goes down and he he went over some kind of drainage ditch or a little teeny stream and then up into these, this like um open area that he showed me and then over into some wooded area. Um, where those dumps are, it's, it's, there, there it feels like there's a lot of traffic kind of in front of it, like cars coming in and out. So maybe it's like a, um a grocery store or a, you know, a bigger box store kind of place, or it could be a sure. uh, a manufacturing thing. But there are well, others. I've
2: been in an area and I've combed it where um, I've been told there's there was energy there that Cappy had mm-hmm. shown energy, and um, I was also under the impression that maybe he was hurt. Now I know he must okay, be. Okay,
3: let me check from. Yeah, and you know when they're in that survival mode too. Even when they have an injury, they my feeling when I get that from them it's it's kind of like how we are when we're in shock and I I don't mean that he's in shock, but because of the the survival mode that he's operating on, it's like you just deal with the injury. It's not like if he was home and he would be like, Oh, this hurts. But, you know, animals are more, they deal with their, their pain or hide it often, you know, differently than humans because Mm -hmm. it kind of, it's their instinct. But I feel like he has um, his left front foot feels like it's uncomfortable.
2: Mm -hmm. Um, I'm trying to Convey to him that he needs to be shown
3: yeah
2: so because because all his information is in a chip and perhaps still in a collar, but okay. he has been reluctant to show himself to people, although he will he wants to be on a leash when he sees dogs on leashes because he feels secure that way
3: Mhm. okay. Let me just communicate I that to him again
2: mm-hmm.
3: about being shown. And, it's, you know, it's good to let him know that you're still looking, even though, you know, I know you're not back there right now, but there you do have, um, you know, people who are still helping you, which is really wonderful of them to do that. It's, you know... Um, And because of the the dumpsters that he showed me and he knows that there is activity over there, that might be a place, I'm telling him, that he could go and be seen. Because he could stay there or stay. Yeah, yeah, he could be seen kind of from a distance if somebody's getting out of a car and then go back into the security of that wooded area where he might feel I could
2: even get him to bark. Or whine. He's not a barker unless he wants to play. And he would whine, I'm told, when he was feeling hurt. Or when Paul's name was mentioned, he kind of got very, you know, feeling Paul's presence. And I went back to Erie. I drove back to Colorado and I three days later I was on a plane going back there because I just felt the close and mm-hmm. you know have him show himself but oftentimes they won't show themselves to the owner if
3: i don't i don't know i maybe i would well, never to any close people you know to yes. any people because i mean i i know of a dog that we were working with that was lost and he was so bonded to his owner and it, even it was only a few days and his owner saw him across the field And she still wouldn't come to him. You know, it's almost like they have to get close enough to really pick up our scent. And then it it connects in their brain in a different way. But from, Mm -hmm. you know, a little bit of a distance, people are predators. People are to stay away from. That's where they come from in their survival mode. So, you know, and it depends on their personality too. Of course, some... Dogs are more outgoing to go to anybody and some aren't. So, well, just well, I would think him, that, that hunger come would back and, yeah, it can eventually hunger will often draw them out to people. But, you know, again, there's so many different factors as far as like their personality and, and Cappy um, was, was Cappy, I can't remember now, but Cappy was a little timid with people he didn't know shy yes yes timid Mm -hmm. so that you know that plays into it as well so
2: well the only time a human has been mentioned was somebody who was fishing (laughs) he was around somebody who was fishing who had a very abrupt voice loud voice and the name Jerry came in whether that was Mm -hmm. Sounded like something else. So I don't know what to tell my volunteer or Amy, who you've worked with before.
4: Mm -hmm. Um,
2: Um, she's the one that. Go ahead. No, I want to listen to you.
3: Um, I would. I mean, I would encourage you to still keep posters up, and you know, if there's area where there is some kind of, um, I mean, I know it's been a while since he's been cited, so that's what's so hard because you don't know what area to start looking for to look for something like I just mm-hmm. described. That's the difference Well, I have part.
2: an idea, and we've put up a lot of posters, new posters that say still missing and don't chase. Okay, that's good. Um, okay. And it's a better picture, I think, so. A little bit longer hair, but a, a muddy dog was seen that looked like Cappy running across the, a road, um, oh, maybe a week ago. And that's when I was oh. alerted that um, Amy had heard this, and Sue, my volunteer, went out. So I'd like to be able to tell them something, but the three, the blue dumpsters sound familiar. There is a place um, near, near a, a brook, a stream... And actually, the, um, it echoes a little bit where this stream goes underneath a root and there's uh-huh. a thump-thump, which you mentioned, I think, at one point before. Um, so I think I might have found a place where he could be. And it's not okay. too far from where he disappeared and where I stayed for three different times.
3: <laughs> uh-huh. I've been in
2: Erie, you know, for a week at a time. Um, so um, that's it's helpful, Rose. I you know. Okay. Um, I'd like to pass this on to Amy and Sue and keep in touch with them and um,
3: mention what you've said. Okay. Well, you know how to reach um, me if you need to. I know, to, and I and may.
2: I, I was going to do a session a new session with you, but I thought I'd tune in because it's the
3: fourth Thursday. <laughs> Thank you for... Uh... That's right. Well, I'm, I'm glad because I, you know, it gives people that are listening to an idea of how it works when I do a lost animal session. And I think I've talked about it a little bit on my show, but, um you know, this this gives an an idea. It's just for someone first-time... Um, I just, I would really want it to be a private session just because of the energy that it takes. And I, you know, you know how we started Mm -hmm. with the heart connection and and all of that. So it's just, I feel like it's, um, okay, it's more productive, but I don't mind that you called in. This is, this is fine because we worked more than once, you know, we worked two or three times, right, together, so.
2: Well, you're wonderful and I I can't thank you enough (laughs) and I will schedule a session. Okay. okay, thanks for... Um, All
3: right, bye-bye. Bye. Let, let me know if you find that place. Give I will, I of
0: promise, it. I will.
3: Yes, okay. All right, Margie, thank you. Me. Thanks for calling because in. Thank you. Me.
0: So glad we're able to connect you with people that need your help. It's such an awesome thing. Um, on that note, I think I said 386 was next. Let's go there. 386, what's your first name? <laughs> we you calling in from.
4: Karen in Holly Hill, Florida. Hi, Karen. <laughs> Hi, Rose. How are you? I'm Ducky. How are you? I'm great.
3: That's are we going to talk to
4: Miss Maya? We are. We're just going to okay. ask her if, if she's. Well, let's do the name thing. Say that again. Let's do the name thing first, or yes, please. Yeah, just. Yes, um,
3: say your name. Da- you can okay. just say your first name, Karen, your first name and yep. three times and her name three yep. times.
4: Karen, 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 Maya, Maya, Maya.
3: <laughs> so just so everybody knows, I've worked with Karen before. <laughs> and she's also a, a dear friend of mine. But it's been a while. I haven't talked to you in a long time. Yes, it has. Yes. So, and I've worked with Maya. So what, what, is, what are we checking in on Maya about? Is she being a bad girl?
4: No, she isn't, but she's still extremely weird and still very timid. Um, we really thought she'd be more we less, like, fearful, but she's still, like, any little noise or, God, if I drop a, a pot while I'm taking it out, she, you know, you have to pry her off the ceiling fan. But we've seriously <laughs> considered getting her a little brother or sister, I'm thinking a brother, and two years ago, you told me that she was not ready for that, and I'm curious to know if she might be ready for a sibling to teach her how to be okay. a dog because she does not know how to be a dog. And, you know, sometimes,
3: um, especially getting the right energy, right, Mm -hmm. a dog that's very confident and calm and can really, really help them. And And it might be okay if it's a girl. You just, you know, you you have to do that meet and greet to know. Right on. The problem
4: with Maya is if you ever – I mean, she's usually just excited to see you or whoever when a physical person is here. But when she plays, she sounds like a thousand pit bulls growling. So most other dog parents, the minute she starts getting excited, she sounds like she's mean, not playing. So it's kind of frightening when I introduce her to other dogs because she doesn't. Mm -hmm. You know, she sounds so aggressive, even though that's
3: just right. the way she sounds. You know, and most dogs play like that. That That's just yeah, their filter do. of, because mm-hmm. of her breed. <laughs> but, I mean, my yeah, two so dogs I used to have, when they would play, that it, that's right. All mm-hmm. right, let me just ask her how she feels about. Okay. First thing she wants to know is where are they going to sleep? You know she's a little possessive well, about. With us.
4: Yeah, <laughs> <'Cause>
3: she, she <laughs> has, has the She's like, wait
4: a minute, wait a minute,
3: where would they sleep? <laughs> she doesn't want to lose her spot. She would it's never. It's more like you'll lose spot. your spot, right? <laughs> yeah, more,
4: yeah, shove me off the bed.
3: Yeah, Karen will be on the floor, and Gunnar and Maya will be, <laughs> and the new dog will be all in
4: the bed. One <laughs> <laughs> likely.
3: Okay. She she's open to the idea of, um she just wants to make sure that they're not going to boss her around. She has this she has a little bit of intimidation of another animal bossing her around. I mean, she generally does well with other dogs, right?
4: Well, we don't socialize her that much. You know, I work so much. It's not like I have time to go yeah. to a dog park. So yeah. basically if we walk her in the neighborhood. But usually she does. But my friend Bridget came over with her huge uh, Rottweiler, and she lunged at him, and he cried, and Bridget put him back in the car. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know if she was trying to play or because he was coming up on the porch. Um hmm you know, if she was being protective. But usually when we meet another dog out and about, she's fine. But I just never am comfortable letting her just go because she got loose one time and went down to the corner. There's a blue pit down there. And they sounded like they were killing each other. And it took quite a while to them apart, but neither one of them had a scratch or a hole, or anything. And that's the only time she's ever gotten out of my control. I had come mm-hmm. somebody open the door. Um, but neither dog ever had a scratch on them. So, you know, were they both just playing so roughly that, you know, we thought they were killing each other? But I don't know. It, it's nerve-wracking for me to think that, should I be somewhere and she wasn't nice to another dog, I would be crushed.
3: Right, right. So I'm,
4: I'm, I'm, I'm leery of it.
3: Mm-hmm. But you're, you're thinking that it might help her. I think, it's like
4: she's afraid of the doggy door. She's afraid of She's afraid of everything. She can be standing next to a tree and all of a sudden duck like the tree moved. She's just so fearful. And when she's playing, she doesn't notice anything. She's just playing. But I I just wish that I could get her with another dog to play and see that everything in this world isn't scary. Right now she's Uh cowering because it just started to rain. Um, thunder and lightning, she's, you know, shivering and shaking. She just right. has some fearful issues.
3: Yeah. Um, and that that's, you know, part of her apprehension, too, with another dog is, are they going to be like Bossy? That just would mm-hmm. escalate her anxiety. Um, yeah, so yes. That's where she's, she's kind of open, but she's not really sure. So, And yeah, yeah. Um, hmm. oh. you've had her,
4: how old is she? I want to say she's five going on six. We've had her two and a half years. Yeah, yeah I want to say she was about three when we got her, so I'm saying she's about five, five and a half. There are a couple
3: other things that you... Um, might want to try to help her with her anxiety, to kind of okay. get that cleared away. I'm I'm sure you've had Reiki done on her. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, yeah, my,
4: Lynn's
3: it from Lynn. Yeah. So I mean, that's that's one thing too. But you know, her her hers is very deep, and I don't I'm not even sure if it's just from this lifetime. You know, sometimes animals come know. in just like people. To the, this right. lifetime with some trauma, and often it, it even right. for um, animals sometimes too, it, if their birth was very traumatic. But she also had an experience when she was young where um, she felt really threatened by another dog. So that's where some of her um, apprehension about it comes from.
4: Uh, yeah. Because when she sees another dog, she gets so excited and happy. But, you know, and I know that we can transpose our worries onto them. And I Mm -hmm. get a little nervous because I know she's going to play rough. uh, And I try Mm -hmm. not to put my my emotions into her emotions. But she wants to play with other dogs. She gets so excited when she sees other dogs. And Um, it would probably help her. You know, I if, I, I believe
3: um, it would. Yeah, and maybe you know, if you, you it's again, it's about finding the right the right energy and letting her be a part of that choice. You know, so it would, you know, you'd have to be able to take her to wherever you're adopting from to see, and they usually mm-hmm. require that anyway. You know, a meet and greet, right. not right. on your property because that that's more intimidating. I almost feel right. like. I know you probably don't want this, but I almost feel like a puppy because, you know, puppies. <laughs>
4: I know. <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> you're, killing me, you know... you're killing me.
3: But, you know, there yeah. might be an older dog, too, that just has the energy she needs. I have a client who has a dog um, like, like her who's just, so, I mean, it took, she only started coming in actually sitting on the couch with her person. Um, it within the last six months, and he's had her like three years. She's mm-hmm. just she would She'll hide behind on
4: the couch, chair, but not mine.
3: Yeah, she's just so afraid. He got another dog um, mm-hmm. recently, and there was a couple different mm-hmm. ones he tried. This little a muffin who's smaller than than his other dog, She's about seven, mm-hmm. and it's like Artemis now just. She's, like, blossoming. It's really amazing. You know, and we knew that she needed a dog, but it had to be the right energy. The right dog. so right, I, yeah. And you're good at, you know, you're good at feeling animals. You're so good with animals. And right. So well, my
4: intention before I got her was to only adopt older senior pits because they're not going to get a home. And mm-hmm. that's what I had put the application in for. But they pulled her two weeks from death out of a kill shelter, and I saw her picture and said, I'm coming to get her. I wasn't looking for a I was looking (laughs) to take old dogs in because they like Taylor. You know, Taylor Mm -hmm. had the last 11 months of his life, he was a king. Mm So as hard as it was to lose him so quickly, I knew that his last 11 months were the best of his life. And maybe there's someone
3: out there like
4: that, you know?
3: Yeah, um, an an older, an older older pity feel comfortable with, yeah, Yeah, and that they would be like, yeah, and and if they have that really calm, grounded energy, like some dogs do, and I've I've known a few um, pits like that too. They're just like, you know, in fact, one of my first experiences, I'd never been around a pit bull, and you know, I. I love all dogs, but yes. he. there was, like, no way you could not love him. You know, he was just right. like, dumb, dumb, hi, come on
4: in. Come on,
3: you know, he was just a big mush. And that kind of energy would be great for her, as long as she could still play. You know, they would have to be some, some playfulness to them, right. too. But um, so she is open. She's just a little apprehensive. So I want to let her know that this is something you're considering, and it would be for her. So it's not taking away from any her attention or her her sleeping bed, <laughs> but it's, it's we'll teach him actually him adding or her to,
4: lay in, to that in a dog bed. And I I got rid of all the dog beds because she would not lay on them. It was like they were filled with glass.
0: And you know the love
4: seat that all my dogs have sat on the love seat in the front window. Yes, she won't get yes. up in there. I have actually physically picked her up and tried to place her on it to show her that she can look out the window, and she is of the mind that it's, there's needles in there or something. She is terrified <laughs> of furniture. The bed belongs to her. And Gunner's chair. Well, only once in a while will she jump up with oh, me. Oh, okay. But, I mean, I can beg for an hour for her to come up with me, and unless it's thundering, she wouldn't even consider it.
3: That's so funny. Well, yeah. you know, just put it out there that what's, what you're looking for and, you know, I will help hold that space too to, that the right animal comes in because I think she does have a, a curiosity about it and an openness to it. You know, at the beginning yeah. when we first asked her, she was still just right. getting settled in with you guys and it was, that was enough. Yep, So and
4: I got that, um, and that was fine. Yeah. yeah. I just think and she it might can... thrive if she had the company and somebody show her that right now there's nothing to fear. It's just rain because she's cowering, and if there was another dog that just looked in and said, hey, I'm going to go outside because I'm not scared of rain, I just think mm-hmm. that it might bring her out of the little shell that she's in.
3: Yeah, and or and even you know she might still have some of that, but it it will help. She'll see that there's another way to be, and it will help her feel, you know, more um, grounded that way. And it's not that you guys aren't doing a good job. You know, it's it's that whole dog energy thing. So right. Okay. Well,
4: I know she loves yeah. us, but uh, <laughs> yeah, and and she she does know we know we love her, right?
3: She does know. Are you
4: kidding? <laughs> As I'm sitting here petting her heart Heart scream faces on her back <laughs> Yeah Oh that's right She has a little heart
3: but, on her back doesn't she Yeah
4: Yeah, Two hearts and a little scream face
3: <laughs> That's great Was can there anything I else Jeff you wanted me to ask her? Yes
4: mm, Can you just say hi to Keeper and Bayou and Taylor for me?
3: Aww. The Keeper and Bayou and Taylor are all in spirit. I know when you were talking about another dog, I thought, man, like Keeper was the one that, I don't know if I've actually met Keeper, but Keeper had that very grounded energy. Yes.
4: Yeah. Right? Keeper was the human. Energy I that, Keeper was a human.
3: That's the kind of energy that would be so beneficial to her. So, and let's, maybe, you know, they can help guide that that dog to you
4: you know have yeah, you
3: especially Keeper because you know just she's phenomenal her energy is just amazing oh yeah she was a she yes Keeper yes yep it was a girl okay yep that's what I thought yep okay
4: she was the red and then Bayou was the blue and Taylor was a Mastiff bull. Right. My well, best Taylor in person. I think
3: I met by you, but I couldn't touch by you, right? I don't what remember. Do remember.
4: Why
3: would you not be able to? I don't uh, maybe know. Maybe it was. That. Maybe we just connect. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Um, anyway, let me just connect with them and tell them to help you. Thank you. Um. Their energy is very present. Keeper is always going to be a guide for you. She holds that space with you, you know.
4: Yes, I do. Okay.
3: Taylor is back in body. He really wanted really? to come back again. Yeah.
4: Wow. That's So he's really back in cool. body now. He's so abused. He, he deserves a better life.
3: Yeah, he really wanted to do it again. Let's do this again. <laughs>
4: okay.
3: He better get better
4: humans this time in the beginning.
3: He's, he shows me himself. He's young. He's not a year old, but he's not a little puppy. And believe it or not, he's a little dog. But he did often kind of have that energy of a little dog in a big body. Um, right. he's, he's a smaller dog, and he's getting doted on is how it feels. So he's He's like, that's
4: wonderful. As soon as I yeah. hang up from you, I'm going to call Michelle and tell her. <laughs> good, good. Okay, we should, probably should wrap it up because we're almost at the
3: top of the hour. And
4: Thank you so much. I know
3: Nicole likes to stay right on time because there's always someone after. Um,
4: thank you, Nicole. Thank
3: you for calling in <laughs> and keep me posted. You can call back in and let us know
4: too. I will do that if I – and I didn't know. I just happened to, like, be flipping through Facebook, and I saw call Rose, and I'm like, okay, I'm going (laughs) to (laughs) call. Good, good. I'm glad you did. I do wish you and your sister would come visit here.
3: Okay, we're planning on it. All right. You take
4: care. All right.
3: All right. Bye-bye.
4: Bye.
0: Bye. All right. We have time for seamless self-promotion before you run off. What have you got for us, Rose?
3: So, um, as you heard, I we worked with a lost animal. And if there is someone who's listening and their animal is lost and that's something that you want to pursue, please message me first because I like to have a conversation about how it works for me, what I can do, what I cannot do. And, um, It's just important. I I feel that you really understand how it is when working with a lost lost animal. It takes a lot of energy. It's really emotional for the person and me and the animal. So please, if you do, call and message me first so we can have that conversation. And I also would love to have anyone who would like to follow up with a private session or do a private session. You could reach me at roseproud.com or Instagram and Facebook is Animal Communicator Rose. All my information is on my News for the Soul profile. where You can find everything you need to to get in touch with me. And I also have a one-on-one mentoring program that I started just um, a few months ago. And I'm just finishing up with a student. So I'm having another opening coming up if that's something you're interested in. We work together one-on-one, just you and me. And we work on on intuitive development and animal communication. So if you're interested in that, let me know, and I'll send you info. Thanks for calling in. We'll be back next month, the same, same time for Thursday. Or actually, it's Thanksgiving, so I'm not sure about that. <laughs> but oh. I um, just realized we'll it's Thanksgiving. Something. We'll figure something out. Okay. And, yeah. All right. And thanks to but everybody who called me. in. Yeah, yeah, and
0: they can check the schedule on newsfetacill.com. we will announce something later. We'll figure that out. And thanks for being here. As always, as always a great pleasure.
3: Thanks, Nicole. And bye, Poppy.
0: <laughs> Poppy says bye back. <laughs> okay. And we'll see you next time. All right. Okay. We'll be back with okay. more right after this quick break. <laughs> hear all of our previously aired broadcasts of news for the soul online at newsforthesoul.com now let's get back to the show